Alrighty, uh, welcome to episode 19 of the Invictus Podcast. Bree's oh, back here again. Birthday next week. Yeah. Birthday next week. <laughs> I thought you were talking about your birthday. <laughs> oh God, no. I don't think they'd want to be 20 again. No. I don't want to do all those stuff and things. Oh. Yeah, it's all the stuff and things. Um. <laughs> <laughs> stuff and things. Stuff and things. Stuff and things. just went really, really quiet. <laughs> I was actually going to say... Um, yeah, I had lots of kids in a row after I was 20. You actually did. This is true. So, You're well, probably doing was... very different 20 things that a 20-year-old do these days. Yeah, my life was very busy. I was married by the time I was 24. Yeah. So. You still looked like you were about 12, though, when you got married. <laughs> if anyone's, if anyone's seen the photos of Tony when she got married. Yeah, she was super cute. Yeah, her wedding photos. You look so young. Yeah, well, I was. <laughs> no, but, like, you look way younger. Like a child bride. Have you seen him? I think I have seen yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Michael had hair. Michael had like a very, very good set of hair too. Yeah, it was curly. It was curls, wasn't it? Luscious. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much had an Luscious girls. Luscious locks. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> anyway. We went off a bit of a tangent then. <laughs> Moving on. How's everyone's week been? Fantastic. Good, good. Yeah, so this week uh, we, we thought we'd talk about... Um, so we go on continue on from last week because uh, Brie recommended a podcast which we shared um, on our yeah no it was in the show notes so yeah, we, we spoke on. about it it was with Catherine Ducey and who was what was the podcast on it was the um, that girl's business one oh girl interrupted girl interrupted yes. podcast so we both uh, Craig and I both listened to it and. Um, I kind of got the same sense as Breeze that the girls were a little bit too cliche for me. Um, I didn't, I didn't quite enjoy their style of podcast, and that's that. But I did really enjoy listening to Catherine, um, and I kind of binged listened to any other podcast that Catherine was on because I really liked um, the stuff that she brought up in those podcasts, and she did a whole heap of different ones and ones on. Um, Athletes' minds and childhood trauma, and um, one on um, imagine if you said what you want in the bedroom. In the bedroom, yeah. so it was a, like she did a whole heap of different ones. Um, but a lot of it, a lot of it did come back to like the childhood trauma stuff um, and childhood yeah. conditioning. All of it, childhood conditioning. I like that word that best because I feel like trauma, that trauma, was trauma. Sort of most... sounds like I feel like a lot of people hear trauma and they think like trauma as in something really traumatic has happened yes. and it doesn't need to be really traumatic it can just be your conditioning so, of how you were raised the word trauma means something particularly bad to most people when we think trauma we think um worst case scenarios not just mild scenarios of what would cause because it comes trauma. one of the things she spoke about was like it's on a spectrum and you've got mm-hmm. um down the far end of the spectrum things like physical and sexual abuse and then you've got on the other side of the spectrum, it might just be not showing your child enough um, affection, affection yeah. and love. Do you know and, what I actually did take from this? And we'll go in about, about seven different circles while we're talking about this. Is um, Her spectrum for this trauma is very similar to what we first started talking about, your love language. Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah, children right. mm. children get their own love language by the time they're, however, like really young. So if a parent has never dealt with their love language or worked that kind of stuff out or had the emotional intelligence to know that the thing, mm. they will, um, their child will experience trauma for not getting that love language. Well, they're just not getting fulfillment. They yeah. they're, not, they're not getting any sort of, like they're not getting their needs met and everyone has a love language and the whole point of it is like to meet your needs of, I guess, like just feeling enough. Mm. And I do think that listening to these podcasts did bring me back to that love language quite a bit. Yeah, 100%. Um, so it, it was funny that it did that because um, we were talking about trauma and how we we uh, conditioned as children for different circumstances and, different, and we're all conditioned differently because our parents have... They were conditioned differently and they mm-hmm. have different... They were parent differently. Yeah. And a lot of it just comes back to like being being aware and being conscious, which ties in like with other podcasts yes. that we've done, is you, you don't know unless you know. Like you've got, you've got to be thinking about these sort of things. Otherwise, you're just operating off of 
just this basic system. You're doing things because it's conditioned into you, not because you're thinking about what you're doing. Yes. You're running on autopilot. Yeah. What I liked about it was that um, a lot of people don't want to deal with their childhood trauma because they don't. They just. They just want to. It's uncomfortable. And it's very, it's very it's, uncomfortable it's, and it's daunting and it's scary and yes. they don't want to do the work and they're probably just scared of the real truth. It's no different to people not wanting to start journaling it's because they're scared of what's actually going to come out of their thoughts yeah the the good thing about the way that she's uh, described it is that you can then go back to thinking of what what shaped your life or what trauma did you experience Mm. as a child and what was really full on for you yeah um and it doesn't have to be tapping into the major events you can just go back down the line like when i was um, in grade four, we moved states. Oh yeah. Um, I remember thinking, uh, saying to my friends that I had in primary school, so I was already in primary school. Mm. As soon as I'm 18, I'm leaving Victoria. I hate it here. I hate it. Like it was a very negative experience yeah, right. for me because I was already at school. Yeah. Um, did I think that shaped my life? No, no. I did not. Yeah. Um, I, not, but not until now that I think about it as mm. being a part of a trauma and how my children might have coped with that. Yeah. And it, it, it brings you to a different perspective. Yeah. So 100%. This perspective, perspective can change mm-hmm. um, with your experiences to date. To, yeah. 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 And she was also talking about on the podcast um, how like when kids are bullied in school, and like some kids are susceptible to bullying because of how they, they have certain traits. Yeah, yes, certain traits. Oh, well, yeah. that was so interesting. Yeah, yeah. Brie and I already had this discussion about this, um, like yesterday, yesterday Last night. yeah, afternoon, yeah. and how some kids are the ones that get picked on all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time, they're the ones that get picked on. Yeah. Um, and you would never, um, I would never think that was my parents' fault for that. No. I mean, no. And, and fault and blame is a are major words but it's the way that your parents have conditioned you and it makes you more susceptible to that well it's really funny because like even when she spoke about like the statistics of like i can't remember exactly what it was but like in terms of like parenting she was talking about how most children i think she said something like 95 percent of children aren't parented adequately yes i think that's how she put it 95 percent of children aren't parented adequately have not had children. No, we can't right. really talk. <laughs> However, I remember thinking when I was a kid, yeah. I will never I would never do this to my kid. Yeah. I would never do this. Yeah. Or when I'm a parent, I will not be doing this. Yeah. Um, or what yeah, this is and not sitting right with me as a child or yeah. a you know, sibling. No, uh, whatever mm. to my other kid. Well, I've got a lot of loads of sisters too, mm. um, and that's an, I have no ill feeling or towards my parents. I mm. love my mum and dad. Like yeah. I, I, they did the best they can with the circumstances they were dealt with. And, yeah, hundred percent. And the the learned behaviour that they had. Yes. So I, I don't have any animosity or or any any of that. But I do remember thinking that. Oh, I think that all the time. Yeah. I always think about like how I'm gonna like for what like. I guess my childhood traumas um, that I like, I don't look at them badly. I'm just like, well, they were experienced for me. But when I do have kids that I'm not going to raise my children that way and yeah. act in those circumstances. And that's nothing bad towards my parents. Like same thing. My parents did the best they could with the resources they had available. Yeah. And again, like how they were raised as well. Mm. And it's, I guess it's just education and experience. And if you are conscious about it, then hopefully it shapes you to be able to do something better. Yes. So the interesting thing about that is, um, go is the first podcast that you brought up yeah. is that once you start realizing that your parents are real people and not just yes, your parents right. mm-hmm. so your parents probably had the same thoughts when they were growing up or when they started having children or when they met their partner yeah. and said the same thing mm. my parents did this and they parented this way yeah. and there's no way I want this for my children mm. mm-hmm. so they've changed a parenting way because they had trauma with it yeah they don't see the other they've obviously still caused trauma. yeah there's other stuff it still goes down the line and no one's going to ever be a perfect parent no and you're always going to make mistakes and you're gonna um you might might deal with something one way and then 15 years later you would deal with it yeah 100 in a completely different manner yeah so it's especially 
um, having children young and you're growing up at the same time as them, you don't have the emotional... Um, I think you the brain emotionally matures at the age of 28. Yeah. 20, 25, I think, for it's most 25. people. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's when your brain stops developing. 28, yeah, you're probably right. It probably yeah. matures more as you get older. But yeah, yeah, 25 is when your brain stops developing. Yeah. So you're still developing until we're 25. Yeah. 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 So that'd be full on. So there's lots to it, yeah. You're still growing. Yeah, you're still growing as a person. You're still trying to figure out who you are. are. Yeah. yeah. Jinx. Jinx, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are we the same person? No. <laughs> hey, I just jinxed you. You can't, you can't, you can't speak. <laughs> All right. You're unjinxed. Yeah. Um, Child. Yeah. So basically, um, these podcasts did lead us to a little bit of um, thought about perception um, and the fact that we are living um, and experiencing things differently all at the same time. So right now, while we're making this podcast, there's three of us here. We're all getting a different experience from this. 100%. And we're all perceiving it in a different way. And um, we don't all just go, oh, that was really good. And you could be like, oh, I didn't really get to talk much. I don't know. Everyone's going to have like a different experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were like, yeah. And experiences we've spoken about before are like shaped by lots of different things. Could be, mm. could be anything. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like if you've had a poor night's sleep, that can affect it. But yeah. Um, your beliefs, everything, everything affects it. So well, if you yeah. get up and you haven't had a good sleep and you're rushing around and blah, 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 like your, your experience of a day is going to be completely different to the yeah. experience of you've had a good night's sleep, you've got up early, whether it be if you're into meditation or journaling or whatever, mm-hmm. going for a walk or whatever it is, Correct. and you've had a really good start to the day, chances are you're probably going to have a, a really good day, even if that's the exact same as the other day, the, same, the exact same situations happen, but you've had poor sleep. Yeah. Like you go through that day and be like, what a shit day. That was horrible. Yeah. But then. It's all started that Yeah. Day. But even yeah. like you could have a shit day too. And like the, the shit day in terms of like you've had poor sleep and you could repeat that day and have poor sleep, but just by changing how you look at things, have a much better day. Yeah. So I like, we, we kind of went on to this cause I was talking to Tony, I think it was on, was it Monday? Where I came in? I was that like, movie? That Monday. movie that I watched. Yeah. I think it was yeah. Monday. So Sunday night I watched a movie. I actually don't know the name of it. So I'll find it and put it in the show notes. But it was a movie with like Rachel McAdams was in it, Margot Robbie was in it, so it was a good movie. Um, and but basically, that's what made me watch that's it. That's why you watched it. Oh, 100%. Um, <laughs> who up. would you go over? Would you go Margot or would you go Rachel? Who's like your? Who would you, if you had Ma- to choose? marry or just have sex with? <laughs> oh, oh, why? Why would they be different? Would that be completely? Oh, 100%. Margot's one you'd like. You'd sleep with her, but I don't know if you'd marry her. Yeah. Like she's sex okay. on a stick, but yeah. Shazlik. <laughs> that's a, that's another story for you guys. <laughs> so um, everyone's gonna be listening to us going, what are they on about? No, but anyway. Back, yeah. Some people will know, some people won't. Me and Bree did not know what that was. Um but back to back to the movie. Um so the movie, the movie was super interesting because it, it went over the whole the whole I guess point of the movie was um, it was about time travel which sounds a bit weird but the kid the guy was towards the end of the movie because I don't want to give anything away he would live his day normally and then he'd go back and he would try and do the day but better and like be a better person mm-hmm. and enjoy the day better and like try and make the day better for everyone else around him. Yeah. And it was really 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 cool and I found that fascinating because it was all it was all just about perspective. Yeah. And yeah, so when I came in on Monday, like it didn't matter what was going to happen in that day because it was fresh in my mind. I was like, You're in a I'm going really I'm, I'm to act like this day is yeah. the second time going through what it. What happened today? Like, and and how good was that? And I, ha- I, I had an amazing day and I've tried to do that most days this week. And it's it's really like just made my week feel really, really, really good. Yeah. And it's it's literally just perspective. Because like, I guess like in that movie, if he's already experienced today and then he goes back and does it again, then he knows what to fix. He knows what to it. fix, yeah. 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 Whereas like we don't have the chance But then to Yeah, exactly. But then at the end of the movie, so he still had this power of being able to travel yeah. back in time, but he got to the end and he, he basically was like, because his whole family, all the males of the family could do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and but his dad was the one who said, do, go back and do every day twice and yeah. in the end he's like I've like beat dad essentially or like one up dad because yeah. now I don't even travel back in time I just yeah. treat every single day like it's my second time through mm. and I was like that is so good that's amazing and it's just it's literally just he's changed you change the way of how you're looking at things yeah. and time is like one thing you can always get money back 
can't get time back. You can never get time back. No. So I think if people appreciate it more and make the most of it, yeah, you can just have like so much of a better life. Like yeah. I'm, I'm always, I'm like happy most of the time, like pretty positive. Like, mm-hmm. but you can always, I don't know, you can always enjoy the moment more, be present more. That was actually another thing that what's her name, that, um, Catherine Ducey said in one, I think it was the first one. Yeah. And she said like, you can fix most things in life just by being conscious and like present. I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Everyone needs to listen to this podcast we're banging on about. And then you'll They're really good. Yeah. They are really good. I, it's really interesting because I don't usually, I, I listen to a lot of different podcasts. I don't usually do life coaches. Yeah. Because usually most of the time when I find a podcast that, that with the life coaches, it's usually like that girl interrupted. Oh, yeah. And they're like, did you just have a light bulb moment? Oh my yeah. God. And I, I don't, yeah. I don't, the language, yeah. the language just is not great for me. Just I make. just, it's, yeah. Yeah. I don't enjoy the language of that. This girl like, speaks real. Yes. Like real talk. And it's yeah. actually like pro- a process, not mm-hmm. just like, you're not just going to get a light bulb moment every time you Correct. listen to something that, that someone says. No, yeah. no way. Um, and it's, I don't, so I don't do the language well, but I, yeah. I listened to the one that you said and yeah. I was pre-warned that it was a little bit too, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's just very I good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're twirling their hair and flicking it and then yeah. admiring each other and them saying, I love you. No, I love you. <laughs> no, it's, it was a bit, yeah. But then when I found some more podcasts with her, mm. different interviewers yeah. and there was like an, uh, a guy from New York and then. Um, the interview, the one mm. that we were talking about now, um, yeah. they were quite, they were quite, they were better. Well, yeah, I think the thing in all of them, all like, you had a variety of different hosts of a podcast, but in every single one, she was the person who like really stood out, like her knowledge yes. and yeah. even the way she spoke and how she held herself mm. was really, really, really good. Yeah. Like she knows what she's talking about Yeah, compared to like... But she never called herself a life coach. She just called herself a coach. Yeah. Yeah. Which was... In a um, child healing coach, she is. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can find her on Instagram too, which I have not done yet. I stalked her I did, yeah. Yeah, you did? Oh, which that was something that I was going to do, I haven't done yet. She looks like she does a little bunch of videos. Yeah, she does like... Boundaries and... I think that 95% thing that you were just talking about before, I think that was on one of her videos. Yeah. 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 Um, she does talk a little bit and she does touch on a little bit about energy and protecting your energy. Um, and she was seeing her own coach for that. Yeah. Um, so I was going to look at her Instagram to see if there was some other notes on that. Yeah. Because that's something they've been trying to find as a podcast for a long time. It'd be interesting who she, if you found out who her coach was. Well, she had some interesting things on, I don't know which ones it was, but some things that she said about her coach when like, she started seeing her coach as like a business coach. She just thought it was going to be a business coach. And yeah. the person was like, Didn't she go for a date? Oh, yeah, she went on a date and they yeah. ended up being her coach. Yeah, they, right? yeah they went on a date and. I did hear that. Yeah. 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 Instead of dating, they just decided that, yeah, this he would be, be her coach. Business arrangement. Business arrangement. In not that kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, get on to that. So, the one that, like, the second. The, there. Having a stroke. So, the first podcast we talked about was on Girl Interrupted. And then you'll find Catherine Juicy's name written in the. Um, the title and then the second one we are talking about it's the random wellness podcast i listened to the one uh, under um uh, making making your mark oh yeah make your mark podcast your it mark. was deep into the athletes minds and changing their course so that podcast i thought was going to be very much attached to um, training mm. and, yeah, right. and and all the athletes' uh, mindset, mm-hmm. but it was more about um, trying to help athletes. I, again, again, it's to a lot of American because um, it was American yeah. stuff about dealing with children who are in um, in sport young, and that's all they do. And when they decide yeah. to retire, or they're no longer needed in their field, what do they do, and and how they're their self-worth what's well, meaning isn't it like they derive yes. meaning and purpose in their life from their sport yeah. and that's their identity so and then they she, feel lost yeah so she yeah. she was more of a like a recruitment officer or a um yeah, she used to do recruitment for workplaces she yes. used to yeah so yeah that kind of thing so 
it was more into that. So that was that was that was interesting. And the other one was called that I listened to was Fill Your Cup. That was the one about sex and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and I think it was called um, Amazing. Uh, um, I reckon I still got it here. Something about uh, was it? What was it called? Uh, imagine if you just said what you wanted in the bedroom. Yeah, it was something like that. Which, which I was not. I, I didn't see the end of the part of it. What can I, What can happen in your life when you start asking for your for what, what you, you want, want in the bedroom? Yeah. So when I saw that pope, that when I found it, yeah. I actually saw what you want because you didn't yeah, scroll through yeah, the whole yeah, video, yeah. and then I started listening to it, and, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is what I wasn't going to today. But it was super but interesting. Anyway, it was very interesting yeah. because, and it did go back to childhood trauma and yeah. guilt and shame. Um, and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was very interesting. It was good. It yeah. was a good podcast. Very good podcast. Get on it. Check it out, guys. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon everyone would benefit. Well, oh, actually, I, I recommended it to one person, and um, they they didn't enjoy some of the first one, the one that yeah, we all right. listened to. Yeah. Um, they just didn't find it as interesting, just yeah. because like. Like I, I think I found it interesting because I can relate. I can be Correct. like when I listen to it, I'm like things from my childhood. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Whereas they were like, no, I had like the best childhood ever. Like I actually had an amazing upbringing. Right. There's nothing I would change about it, and okay. like I don't think I ever had anything that was really traumatic at all. And so I was like, fuck yeah, cool. That's probably a good thing if you listen to it and you yeah. can still go, well, no, that doesn't really relate to me. Whereas I listened to it and I was like. There was moments where I'm like, yes, that relates to me. That I think yeah. that that they're missing that like there's a there's a chunk missing there. So mm. yes, uh, people have amazing amazing childhood. Like Michael would say to me, yeah. my childhood was the best. My parents were the best, and yeah. I, I wouldn't even talk to you if you said something was wrong about my mm. dad. Like yeah. he just thinks he had the best childhood. Yeah. However, there are things and ways that your parents bring you up to shape you. Yeah. Oh, conditioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the condition. So there's definitely be trigger points and definitely be words. And that- oh, so that was great. So she listened to it. So, oh. yeah. But there'd be yeah. definitely their opinions. But everyone gets that, conditioned though, like yeah, conditionings. The shape yeah. to the way they think. And it's yeah. then about like going back to that first podcast that yeah. you said yeah. is accepting your parents for... for for that actual, as a person, actual person, yeah. and how they have Definitely. feelings as a person mm. rather than just the superpowers of your parents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, that's I don't even know. Like I couldn't tell you even now if I would think it was my mum and dad as people as separate people. There'll be times where I wouldn't I wouldn't think that. I don't think you'd think that all the time, but I feel like it was probably oh I might have been like. I don't know, 20-ish, 21-ish when I figured out that they're people, not just my parents. I think it might have been like when I finished school because like I think when you're in school, like for me it was like all, all my mates were at school and then like you don't really know anyone out yep. of school unless yep. you're playing sports. But like you just know your family, your friends at school. Whereas like once you leave school and you experience different things, like go to uni, get a job or whatever then you see things differently. But also you probably become more aware as you get a bit older. Like when, yeah. when you're a kid, you're not really aware about the stuff that's going on with your God, parents no. and like their stresses and yeah. stuff as much. Like, but when you get a bit older and you start experiencing it yourself, yeah. then you can start relating to your parents mm-hmm. and then you start seeing, okay, well, they this is why they're doing that. They're yeah. stressed out because of this. Yes. As a kid, yeah. you don't, you don't no. really care about it. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, mum and, dad, mum and dad's angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to play. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sleep at someone else's house today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. What were we talking about before that? I was just saying that if oh, you, you don't do really like it thing. or get anything <clears throat> out of it, it's not necessarily that... Um, there's, there's other things to get out of it. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah. She definitely listened to it. She was like, she's like, I just couldn't. She goes, I couldn't relate to the trauma side of things yeah. that much. And I was like, yeah, yeah, well, that's probably not a bad thing if you've had a really good childhood and you haven't got a lot of like trauma. Like yeah. I, I know there was like again nothing to my parents. Say but, it's trauma. Yeah. See, trauma is just a stress that a kid has been exposed to. Or whatever. Yeah. So I guess it just depends. So if again, you, how you yeah. if you mm. asked Michael and he listened to it, he would say that he had no trauma. I reckon goes, my dad my, would say the same yeah, thing. Yeah. He said my biggest stress was how fast I could eat a roast so I could get back outside. Well, that and would I, be that would be my dad. Yeah, I knocked like it down to three minutes. 
Yeah, finish school so I can go ride my bike. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what my, we played yeah. cricket in the in the street and footy in the street, and yeah. that was no. When the yeah. lights went on, I had to go inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I like that. Like that's he would have none. Yeah. Um, but then you you would say that Michael was quite young when his father passed away. Yeah. And that's definitely trauma. Yeah, he yeah. would not. He would not include that in his childhood trauma. Yeah. Right. He would not include that because yeah. he wouldn't. He was working, I guess, and just didn't not. How old was he then? So you'd probably count that as a trauma, but not a childhood trauma. Yeah. If he was like what twenty? Because he's not at home. And... Yeah, I wouldn't count that as childhood trauma. I'd count childhood as probably up, probably up until about probably sixteen or so. Yeah. Well, he he also um, was thirteen years old when he had type one diabetes. Yeah, so that'd be that'd be that'd be a childhood trauma. No, he's yeah. just like oh, I had the best childhood. Yeah, but it still would. Be, yeah. <laughs> It still would be. It would 100% be. Yeah, that's a good yeah. thing for a third It would be 100%. And the change of the stress on the family and the change of yeah. lifestyle and all of that, he didn't mm. see any of that because his parents were just like, right, these are the rules. This is what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. My dad said that I need to go to the gym, so I did. Yeah. Because my dad knows everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he would that's say that to all. you today. Like, he would say that. Yeah. He said if his dad was alive and he told him to do something right now, he'd still do it. Because he's dead. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. Interesting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. That is interesting. Mm. Perception. His parent, he's got siblings that were 20 years older than him. Yeah. That would not say the same thing. Nah. Uh, well, we spoke about this a bit earlier. Like, so yeah. they, being 20 years different, their parents would have raised them completely different. Like, I even look at how Jack was raised compared to how me and Ben were raised. Me and mm. Ben only being 18 months apart. Jack being eight years younger, Jack got raised completely different. Me and Ben were raised with, you know, an iron fist. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was, it was, it was strict. Get a job as soon as you leave. Yeah, it was like it was yeah. like get a job as soon as you're of age. But it was like you'd you'd come home from school, do do your homework, yeah. get ready, go go to taekwondo, train, yeah. come home. Like it was very disciplined and very regimented. And yeah. basically, if you spoke out of line, you'd get copper whack and all yeah. that. Like they they were super strict, and we'd get grounded and punished all the time if we yeah. if we messed up. Whereas Jack was like, well, we we had we had like we always had lists of chores and everything. Yeah. Jack has never, I don't think he's ever washed a dish in his life, and he's 21, 22. So like, and yeah, he's yeah. he's just had a very different. So like, oh. I, I can imagine with Michael, twenty years difference. Yeah, oh, it's a, yeah, Michael, and then even his, his sister and brother would say now that Michael was the golden child. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Ma- yeah. Michael could do no wrong. Yeah. I think it's by the age of 18 months or two years, it's around that ballpark. Um, one of my friends learned this from a um, psychologist she was seeing. So I'm going to say it's around the age of two, but don't quote me, that you are conditioned to, by that age, you are conditioned to how your world is around you. So, for example, if you're the oldest sibling, no, for example, if you were the youngest sibling and you've turned two, and you've got older siblings, then you are already conditioned that, you know, these older siblings are going to look after you. Your parents are going to look after you this way. Whereas, like, if you're the oldest sibling, you are then conditioned that um, you just have to... Just your parents. Look, yeah, just yeah. your parents. And then yeah. by the time something else comes along, you're like, I've got to look after I've them. I've got to look after them. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So with Jack, he's probably just... Everyone's got to look after him. Everyone's looking after him because he's a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably probably a, a thing with, with the youngest a lot of the time. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So you're the oldest. Do you think I'm you're the like the you looked after your siblings? Yeah, yeah. You're in charge, kind of. Uh, they I, still look at you like yeah. Your what's the you're difference the between you and your youngest sibling? Um, Amy was born in 1980, and I was 74, so it's like six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's the difference between me and Joss. Oh, definitely, definitely. Like when I was driving, she was still at school. I was yeah. taking her places and I took her to the show. Yeah. And my, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but but definitely, like there's <laughs> fucking when, <laughs> even Jack before. <laughs> He's like, oh, Craig, Craig's not buying me lunch. lunch. Yeah, <laughs> he, th- he thinks I've got to look Just after him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, relying yeah. on you. Yeah, yeah, but we kind of yeah. I mean, that's another whole opening a whole other can of worms really isn't it yeah. <laughs> yeah yes definitely I'm the oldest and definitely that's the way it was for a long period of time my parents we um, we we moved like I said interstate 
Yeah. So I was the oldest going to school. And then um, my mum got a job. Mm. So it was my job to make sure that, you know, everyone was home from school. And yeah. We would call mum when we got home or, or dad or whoever it yeah. was. And they'd be like, can you start the veggies or, you know, with that, like yeah. I was grade six or grade yeah. four or yeah. grade five or whatever. Yeah. And that was, so they, and this, the, the, my sisters would be like, what I said was what was the rules. Yeah. So, because mum and dad said, you know, you, you know, Tony's in charge or whatever. Mm. So yes, for a long time. And even like, um, Michael would say like when we first, um, my sisters first started having children. Mm. They would call me like my baby. Like he wouldn't do this. I don't understand oh, really? what's going on. They would call. They would call me. Yeah, right. Like they'd call me. They would call me. I probably even now, if you ask them, over mum or it, still. So. Yeah, it's interesting, hey. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> to be fair, I think my brother would do the same. Yeah. He'd call me. Yeah. Depending on what was going on. Instead of going to mum and dad. Yeah. Yeah, my, my house is very different. My kids are very different. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, because Caitlin's the oldest, I don't think they'd call her first. Yeah. I think... I think Kelly would be the one who... Like, if they, if they had involved a call, you'd probably call you first. But, like, if they called... If any, the younger ones called anyone, they'd probably yeah. call Kelly. They'd just say, is mum at work? She's never answers her phone anyway. So they'll call dad. Yeah. yeah. So they'll probably call Michael before me most most times because he yeah. always answers his phone yeah um and then kelly yeah i'd say yeah who would you call i wouldn't call ben no way call your dad i'd call dad yeah me and dad are like besties besties i wouldn't call mum no way i'd call i'd call oh if i needed like if i if, if i couldn't get on to dad i'd call mum yeah but yeah probably probably dad mm. yeah i think me and ben just being so close in age like you kind of I, th- I don't know, like, and I feel like a lot of other sib- like of my friends who have siblings really close in age. Mm. It's kind of like you don't look at your older sibling if they're that close in age as I, your older I, sibling. I would agree. You just look yeah. at them like they're like they're just your, like they're your brother. They're like the same age as you. Like yeah. I look at Ben like we're basically the same age. Yeah. I don't look at him as like I don't know. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Families are all different, aren't they? They're different. But it's funny, yeah, because like fam- the family structure and like hierarchy and that sort of stuff you think's like very very much similar from family to family but there's complete differences oh, no, complete yeah, differences, differences. Not, a, not in day from yeah. how you were raised 100% night and day you could have yeah the exact same age gaps because like if you look at psychology there's all the different stuff that they'll talk about from like youngest child middle child oldest child mm. differences in ages all that sort of stuff yeah you could have the exact same two replicas but just that, like chucking two different parents, completely different. Oh, yeah. Completely different. So I think that's where, like, a lot of there is relevance with some of that stuff from, I think it's Freud that did all that sort of stuff with the difference. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure it was Freud. But, like, there's I relevance. Quote that in the, but there's in also a lot of. There's yeah, a lot, yeah. Like, it comes undone quite a bit, too, though. Have you read a book on this? Yeah, I've read a few books on, like, but I couldn't really remember any specifics. Yeah, Yeah, right. But, yeah, there's all, like, it's, like, where all the, you know, like, the middle child stuff comes from, the eldest child, and all that kind of jazz. Mm. But, yeah, I don't think, like, I don't know, I don't think, like, the whole Freud sort of psychology doesn't really resonate with me very well. Yeah. He's, like, an armchair psychologist. A lot of people will talk about him as, whereas, like, a lot of the other psychology was much more, like, actual testing. Yeah, right. Which is weird because Freud stuff was, like, most of it, there was no testing or anything done. It was just these theories. Yeah. yeah. But that's like the one where everyone thinks about psychology. I mean, like, oh, Freud was like the father of psychology. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else has been happening? So, um, going back to the journaling. Oh, yes. Um, Did you start journaling? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very quick no. No. Um, and it's not no. like, no, this is, this is. This is funny because after listening to these podcasts Mm -hmm. and she was talking about childhood trauma and about, we've been talking about journaling and talking about, so I kind of looked at journaling a little bit differently and I'm more inclined to want to start doing it maybe once a week, but I want to do it more like how Craig and Nick used to talk about it. Brain dump. um, Oh, yes. Because journaling to me does bring back childhood trauma. So as like when you're, I don't know, if 
you probably didn't. I don't know who. I don't know if you in your kid you like had a diary and you would write things in your diary. But yeah. same thing as a diary. No, I never had right, one. So I don't know if it was like a an 80s thing or, you know, like an 80s child thing. It was like, dear diary, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so I actually did do that and I hid it, of yeah. course, because it was yes. just a diary. Yeah. Um, and then I used to get in trouble a lot. But anyway, um, the, one of the parents said, my kid is not to blame, it's yours. Go and find their diary and it's in this place because their kid told the oh, parent yeah. where it was. So my parents went and found, found it and, and read it all. So that's that's you? oh that's like sacred stuff. Like primary school, oh. no high school, mm. like sixteen ish. Yeah, like between fourteen and sixteen. Mm. Stuff you probably yeah. don't want your parents reading. And there's stuff that your parents shouldn't find out about you because yeah. you're your own person. Mm. So they read it. Oh my god, I want to stroke. And that's the thing, because you're so young, I think you, you're quite vulnerable. Like not vulnerable, but you don't well, you don't think anyone's going to find your diary, so you just. Yes, right, 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 right. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you're at this age, like, I'd be like, apparently, people are scared to actually write because yes. they don't want anyone to exactly. know the actual truth yeah. if anyone finds you. No, so what was written was actually what happened for the day, <laughs> or how I felt that yeah. day, yeah. or how it, it, everything. It was everything. Are you and you're right. You don't actually have a, yeah. a guard up. There's no filter. It was zero there. filter. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. So. A, I felt like I was betrayed oh. by the, the other mum, the yeah. other kid, the other person involved, yeah. the other parties involved, because um, that the mum like was one of those mums that would be like, she well, threw I, you I, under the bus. I'm your second mum, blah blah. Yeah. But then, then you under the bus. yeah, um, and then B, um, I felt ashamed that my parents knew stuff about me that. I didn't want them to know. Like, I didn't oh. want them to know these things. Like, but they, yeah. I was not, I was yeah. still figuring out, out my own what person. Yeah. So I would never write, I never wrote anything down ever again. Oh, God. Ever. Like, no, that was never going to happen again. Fair enough. That would scar you and you'd go, oh, um, So when I've been thinking about it, I didn't actually equate that yeah. to journaling. Yeah. I actually only equated that after listening to those podcasts. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. well, that's like, really cool. That's like a massive win that you figured that out. Yeah. Like it's not a massive win that it happened, but like <laughs> but you figured it out that that's why that. you that's why that's, that's, that's why, why you don't, don't do, do it. it. So yeah. the thing is, well, what I thought later on after that was, if I treat it like a brain dump, like yeah. Craig and Nick would have said, like we've talked about previously, mm-hmm. and I never thought about it as a brain dump. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, what, the same thing. If you don't know what a brain dump is, brain dumps is kind of a similar thing as journaling, but like you literally just get a piece of paper and whatever's on your mind at that point in time, you just start writing down, and it doesn't have to have like any format or form, or it can just it can just be messy as hell. Like you could literally yeah. write a list, or you could write a sentence or a paragraph. Like write any way you want, but yeah. whatever's on your mind, you just keep writing until yeah. there's nothing so, left. So, um, and she does she does say it about journaling, brain dump, whatever you want to call it. So then that kind of made me go, all right, well, I can do that. And yeah. it's virtually – and she was also talking about doing it when you first wake up yeah. and writing down what you've just dreamt because your dreams actually – Dreams are, are symbols of whatever's going on. What's, it, yeah. Yeah. what's your and processing of things yes. from the day a lot and of the time? So sometimes yeah. it's actually um, – if I watch something on TV, it's continuation of that just before yeah. I go to sleep. And sometimes it's people or whatever or whatever. Yeah. Um, so the – the idea of just writing those down and then just writing whatever's in my mind right that second instead yeah. of sentences about the day mm-hmm. would seem yeah. okay to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems like I could possibly do, do that. Do it. But maybe yeah. one, maybe maybe start once a week. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good idea. Like every day. Yeah. And then just be just like... Just do with what it, don't give, you don't have to give yourself a certain routine. Just do with whatever resonates with you. If you feel like writing every day for a month... You don't have to be. It. it doesn't even have to be sentences. It no. can be just words. It can be yeah. It can be whatever you want. It can be just like yeah. Um, feeling happy, happy, happiness, yeah. sunshine. Blah blah blah. It's yeah. really good though, though, because it's kind of like like how we spoke about meditation the other a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And we said like there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's the yeah. same thing with like the journaling, the brain dumping. Like it's finding what works for you because there's no right or wrong way to do it. So yeah, like for someone who may have had I don't know a similar circumstance with journaling where they now just associate that with like a bad time, like a yeah. brain dump or I don't know, you could even just draw something, you know, might, might help them a bit more. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's just finding what works for you. Hey. Yeah. So right. I, I did talk to one of my friends, um, 
online yesterday. I hadn't mm-hmm. heard from her. I'm like, oh, I'm a bit quiet. And then we did talk about listening to those podcasts. I oh, did yeah. send them to her. Yep. Um, and we have similar thoughts. And we've talked about um, life coaches before. And I, I like, so I recommended that these ones were really, really good. Mm-hmm. And yep. um, she used to journal. Okay. And um, she said, oh, maybe we should, you know, and that's the same thing, that accountability thing. Oh, yes. Maybe yep. we should do it once a week. We're not going to send it to each other. We didn't yeah. say that, but maybe, yeah. like, as, like, we can. Yeah. Like, and if you've got that other person that's doing it, you're more inclined to do it. 100%, exactly. And we spoke about last like, week. Did you brain dump? And then you feel like, oh, you did, but I didn't. I feel bad. Yeah, then yep. you know, do it. That kind of thing. So, yeah. I did put it. I did put it out there into the universe, and you did. And did, and did yeah. say it to her. So, yeah. and I did say to her, and we're both the same in this sense that we do believe in putting things out in the universe that you want to happen and then Correct. you want to make happen. So, yeah. um, one thing that my friend Monica said to me was, um, "I've got goals this year for lifting. This yeah. is last year, not this year, and I want to hit X amount." X these numbers yeah so she changed her phone passcode to her snatch weight and her clean and jerk weight so there's oh, the four numbers mm. to what she wanted to lift so every wow. time she had to put them in her phone it was those numbers that's cool so that's cool. she changed yeah, her pin number her she changed anything that was like pin related mm. that was numbers yeah to those numbers yeah so the intention is always out there correct this is what i want so and putting it out into the universe yeah so we and i thought that was amazing i thought that was that wasn't like, oh my god, did you just have a light bulb moment? Yeah. <laughs> I actually thought that was so good. Yeah. So Smart. I've also done that this year. Aww. Um yeah. because I'm like, no, I'm actually gonna work on intentions this year and this yeah. is what I want and this is what I intend to get. And yeah. um yeah. putting it out into the universe is the same thing. Mm. So um using journaling that way, that brain yeah. dump that way. Yeah. To put it out to the universe. It's funny that you talk about putting it out into the universe because the coaching call that we had this week with this self-development thing so i'm up to week nine so i've got like three weeks to go um it was actually about like spirit and like asking whatever energy you believe in up above whether it's fucking angels jesus god past loved ones like whatever like if anyone's ever around you if you want to ask for something you can ask them to help you out if you need help or what you want or what you desire or um things like that so um I have to watch it again because I feel like I wasn't really paying attention to it when I was watching it. But um, um, uh, so yeah, I do. I do believe that you know if you ask for it and genuinely want it, then the universe will somehow try and throw it at you. I hundred percent believe that. Mm, yeah, I hundred percent believe that. Yeah. And I'm not just talking it from a training perspective or a yeah. um anything perspective. Anything mm. perspective. Yeah. If you put it out there. Yeah. Regardless of what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to show you that you want it. Yeah. Because you could just, you know, think it in your head. As well, that's it. Yeah. You, you can you can just ask for something if you Isn't, don't follow the actions. Yeah. Like, if it's you not don't follow happen. the actions, like inspired actions. It's almost take yeah. That action and whichever way you it. look at it, whether it be like asking someone else or like almost asking yourself and allowing, like, giving yourself permission to actually work towards it. Yeah. Mm. So you did some of that in FMA, right? Yeah, we did. Like a lot of it was, a lot of it wasn't on like spirits and stuff like that. It was yeah. more on just like allowing yourself to get out of your own way mm. and giving yourself permission mm. to go forwards and be the person like they, they they have a saying like be do have yeah um, do you say be do have is be like have. shit i haven't spoken about this in ages the whole be do have model <laughs> but it's really good be do have is like um be the person who would do the things to have the results essentially in a nutshell yeah. so like if you're someone Let's say, for example, like a good example might be like weight loss. So okay. if, if you think about someone who, like if someone's wanting to lose weight and get mm-hmm. into shape, then think about the person who already is in good shape and has lost the weight and has done the stuff. Like what characteristics do they possess and what do they do? And then you basically like model your behaviors off of, yeah. off so of that. Because that hold of, I can see myself there. And mm. then people say, oh, I can never see myself being as fit as you. But what if you or, could? Or I can never see myself as being yeah. th- that skinny. Or I never, yeah. never, that's that's kind of not, that's putting that out into the universe. Yeah. 100%. So if you kind of say, I'm just going to every night, I'm going to think about the person that I want to look like be. or I want to yeah. be, um, I want to see yeah. me that way. Yeah. Like, 
that will become your reality. Yes. The brain won't be able to distinguish. She spoke about that on the podcast. She does. She she spoke about vision boards. and They they kind of went on to speak. The other girl brought up vision boards, but she was talking about visualization. Yes. Actually having, um, and this is something I listened to in another podcast the other week. And, um, because people will question like with the whole like meditation and being conscious and being present, mm-hmm. but like, but is that like counterintuitive towards, and it's a good, good art, good question. Is that counterintuitive towards like achieving goals and stuff? Because yeah. you're trying to be present so often, mm-hmm. they're like, you need to um, think yes. of the future. And it's like, yes, it's like, you got to have both because, yeah. but it's, it's about having like set time where you do visualization and think about your goals. Yeah. Like not just, I think like the, the, the thing some people see wrong with like the whole being present and consciousness thing is like, you're not the whole point is to not be worrying about the future and stressing about the past just in everyday in life the now. Yeah. in the now like as you're doing things now like it should be present as much mm-hmm. as possible yeah and then you're present when you're thinking about your goals when you actually have set visualization time or whatever mm-hmm. like you're being present at thinking about doing that task yeah, right so then and there when i when i go to when i have a competition mm. Then yeah, obviously the night before the competition, and I do this. I've done this always, yeah, and I've talked about I've talked about this with other people, and not had a label for it, and didn't even realize I'm doing these things yeah. that you know we should be doing this. Yeah, is that you go through the movement of the lift and you see yourself. Oh yeah, doing the movement of the lift. Yeah. So or I would watch a couple of videos where I lifted really well, just normal training. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then visualize that, you know, when you're going to try mm. to go to sleep, you know, thinking yep. about stuff. Yeah. Um, is being a tool of the next day actually performing better yeah. because yeah, your right. brain's already gone. Oh, I'm just going to lift. Do it. Like, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. It's like a natural thing for athletes, like with competition and stuff. Like, and I think I, you just I, naturally yeah. do it. I used yeah. to always do it. Yeah, Every time I competed, right. I always did it. Wait, I think I, about how I'd fight and everything. Yes. Everything. The and smell, then, the, yes. the sounds, the how, how feelings. Odd, how odd is that? Like, like I've always done that. Yeah. yeah. And you've always done that. But I think, not, it's, it's, not I think it's just like an athlete either. thing. It's like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I think, I don't know. I can't speak for everyone, but I think like most people who've like competed, um, I don't know if it's necessarily at a high level, but like, yeah. Competition. I, I, competition. Yes. I would always think about that because like it just allows you to like, it's, it's almost manifesting you're trying to yes. mani- you're visualizing and like trying to see things that might could go wrong and whatnot yep. but then you're manifesting the right stuff like you're trying to go this is how i want to like fighting this is how i want to finish a fight this yeah. is what i want to do this is mm. yeah and you'd think the exact same thing you're, mani- you're manifesting what numbers I, you're going to hit how it's going to feel yeah i did yeah. it i did it when i the first international competition that i did and i would actually then start dreaming about it and i'd wake myself up in the middle of the night with like um I don't know, not butterflies. like butterflies, yeah, right. like that, that anxiety, yeah. a butterfly kind of yeah. feeling, and then I kept losing weight because <laughs> oh, I was putting myself into this stress state. Sort of state. Yeah. But it was more, it wasn't, it was definitely that whole being on the stage and oh, looking yeah. out on the stage and standing on the podium and, and you know, what I'd feel like yeah. if I got there, got to that podium and then I actually got the gold in that one. Oh my God. And yeah. I was like, oh my Deja God, vu. this is my reality. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at my kids and they're crying. Oh, and trying not to cry. And then I reckon that that's what I was thinking at the, like when yeah. I was manifesting it, yeah. Like, yeah. that I would feel really emotional. And mm-hmm. I, you know, yeah. yeah. That's so cool. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, I didn't, didn't read a podcast or listen to a thing. And that's yeah. just the thing that, that's, yeah. that's, that's what I did. And that's what I've always done. It doesn't matter if the competition's been an international competition yeah. or just a, mm. a normal platform competition. Mm. It's going through the movements and seeing yourself yep. going through the movements. Yeah. And I kind of had a, a kind of um, had a moment mm. where... Light bulb moment? Well, <laughs> it was more like I knew that I was missing a piece of the puzzle. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know where or why. Yep. Um, and then I... With my snatch, because I've always worked on that. Yeah. I never imagined the catch position. I never, I never, I'm always um, the movement, like going out on the platform, going through the movement, standing up, but never, never actually the bottom position. Yeah, okay. And that's the position that I always have trouble in. Yeah, right. Competition wise. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I'm like, hang on a minute. I'm going to start thinking about this. That's cool. Yeah. Hmm. So thinking about the whole process. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. that was the that was the part oh, that I yeah, right. always end up going, oh, I got it! Yeah. <laughs> I reckon whoever's in there right now has just jumped off the table yeah. and done a poo. And people will be, be like, oh, my God. Because I nearly so did. <laughs> I nearly just jumped off my seat and did so a poo. I Coffee kicked in. Yeah. I reckon I'll weed, definitely weed my pants a little. Anyway, that's um, um, what I'm saying. You're more animated than what Lou gets then when Lou's down the cafe talking about lifting. She's like, oh my god! And I'm like, I'm like, you do realise, you do realise there's like also 50 people sitting there. It's good that you show emotion. Oh no, I love it. I love it. So good. You've, you've, I don't think you've ever been down the cafe with Lou though when she's. I think I've been once or twice, not when she's that hyper. Oh but, my god! Oh, the other day I went and um. She went. <laughs> <laughs> she do, she do, but like times that volume by ten. Oh, we were talking about lifting. Oh yeah. And then this happened, and then she was. <laughs> 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 like you look around and everyone's looking at you, like it's just hilarious. It's really funny. Um, oh, I was um. Mm. I'm gonna go off and do a little slight, slight movement, and then talking about people looking and whatever. I saw a, um, <laughs> I saw a little clip on Facebook. Yeah. Which I don't usually go on Facebook very much. So, um, and it was this guy walked onto a train, opened his iPad, put his earphones in, yeah. and he started laughing and videoed mm-hmm. everybody sitting there and like they're watching. just like quiet yeah. and they're all about their day and they're like you know they look like they just want to have a nap and yeah. no one was talking around or whatever yeah. and he started really laughing like really belly laughing yeah. and he was paying no attention to anybody else and by the time they got to the next stop the whole carriage was laughing and it's just contagious how infectious yeah, it was right. yeah. um, and yeah. how the, 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 the just their faces changed from that whole going home from work and the train moving and you could yeah. see them like sleepy yeah. and um, it actually looked really sad and it looked really gloomy and then everyone was just like and they were tapping each other that they'd like and yeah. laughing and um, it was so contagious if someone has like Super a really good belly yeah. laugh like a man really like it doesn't matter like I'm, I can miss the joke completely but it'll make me laugh yeah, yeah. 100% seeing them get so much joy out of it that's like yeah. my housemate he's always like Andy he's always laughing and like cracking yeah. jokes and all that sort of stuff like I don't I've rarely seen him sad but like he'll come in and just start cracking jokes and like yeah. I could be in a crappy mood yeah. but then all of a sudden I'm like I'm just laughing and happy too yeah so it's like it's, it's like, that energy you're so surrounding good. yourself with people yeah. like that it's like when someone's trying to tell you a joke and they're just laughing the whole time and you're laughing with them you're like I have no idea what you're about <laughs> and you don't even know what the joke is because they can't get it can't out, get it out. It was yeah. um, it was very um, heartfelt. It was, yeah. really, it was. I didn't even really have the sound on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. I like it. Yeah. Um, was there was there anything else, or did you want to sort of go on to podcast, cast uh, singular, not plural, that you've listened to this week? I don't even know if we need to go onto podcasts because technically we've just talked about them the whole time. Well, I listened, I listened to a really good one yesterday, so I'll start it off, and we can go right, into books or movies or whatever or whatever. But I listened to one. It was a it was a Joe Rogan one. Um, oh and yeah. He, he had a Hugh Jackman on there. Oh really? No, sorry, no, it wasn't Joe Rogan. It was someone else. No, it was um not Joe Rogan. It was it was a Tim Ferriss one, and he had Hugh Jackman oh, on there. Oh, I started. And Tim Ferriss ones are usually pretty good. Like they can be oh, like sometimes take it or leave it, depending who he has on. But most of the time, it's all based around like personal development and like people with good habits and stuff like that. And Hugh Jackman is definitely one of those people. Like Hugh Jackman's a legend. And yeah, I found it really interesting. I'm not finished yet. There's still a bit to go, quite a bit to go because it's quite a long one. But they just spoke about, they actually spoke a lot about his upbringing. Okay. And he spoke a lot about his dad. And his dad just sounds like the most amazing man who's ever lived. Like he he was saying how like he just had like, again, like such a great childhood. But he said like his dad... He had all these little quotes from his dad that his dad would say to him at different points in his life. Yeah, right. And his dad was one of those people who would never tell him what to do. He would, like, be like, you can come to me for guidance and stuff like that. But he would never, like, once he got to a certain age, he's like, you're a man. You need to make these decisions yourself. So he was talking about how he had the opportunity to go to a really good 
um, get a really good education in acting and yeah, right. all that sort of stuff. It was, it was quite a big degree he did. Or go on Home and Away. And oh. so he was, he had these two options. Yeah. And he, he went to his dad and said, what, what, I don't know what to pick. What should I pick? And his dad was like, no. Um, he's like, you, you're a man. You have to make this decision. And so he racked his brain and... I don't know, like a few days later, came back to his dad and he goes, I've made the decision. I'm, uh, I'm going to go with the education. Yeah. And that was one thing his dad had always said to him is like, education is always a good thing. Like yeah. you can always keep getting more and more education. Like never, never turn down education. And his dad was like, he's like, that's what I would have told you to do. Like if I were to, yeah. um, I think you've made the right decision. He's like, why didn't you tell me that in the first place? Yeah. He's like, that would have saved so much time. Yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, it was really cool. And there's lots of cool stuff in there. He spoke about habits and um, he had one, he, he reads every day. Yeah, He's right. like, every single day I'll read. And he spoke about, um, who's here? No one. No one? Oh. Oh. Um, he, <laughs> he, he spoke about how he reads in the morning because he goes, in the evening, if you've had a long day or a yeah. stressful day or something, like you might just not, not do it. Mm. And so, yeah, he was talking about his morning routine. He's like, I get up in the morning, whatever, whatever time I've got to get up, depending on whatever he's got on at that point in time, work-wise. Mm. Um, he'll get up, he'll go make two cups of tea, bring him back to bed, yep. and him and his uh, wife sit in bed, and they read to yeah. each other, so, like, out loud. So, like, if, they've, if they've, they'll both read the same book at the same time, and he'll, he might he might read a chapter, and then... There's husband goals for you. And then, husband goals, right. And then she might read... Super cute. She might read a chapter, and, like, yeah. I'm like, oh. I'm like how good is that? I That's think amazing. it's good, like, when you're talking about him with his dad, like, his dad's teaching him that he needs to make decisions on his own and not rely on people to make decisions for him. I think that like, that's probably a thing. Like, I know my parents always struggled too. Like, my, my parents would always try and tell us what to do. Yeah. And that, like, there was never, like, you're an adult now. Yeah. You make your own decisions. Yeah. I had to, like, rebel against that and be like, yeah. no, I'm an adult now. I make my own decisions. Yeah. And... I live with consequences. I think like giving them, giving parents, giving their kids advice, especially at like an age where they're like just finished school or whatever. It was like when I finished school, my dad was like, I can't remember exactly how the conversation would have gone, but I know that he really wanted me to go to university and not take a gap year because he thought that if I have a gap year, I'm never going to go back to uni. So I was like, fuck, I better go to uni then. So I think that's good. That's really, that's very interesting, actual. I think that's good that his dad was like that with him because yeah. he taught him to make his own decisions and follow. Yeah. Think about, okay, and where he, should I go? And he said like one of his, like his dad was always, like one of the things he spoke a lot about was like his dad was always um, about your word is everything. Yeah, right. And he's like, if, what was the thing he said? I found this really cool. If you've made dinner plans yeah. um, with your friends. Yeah. And that's for Saturday night, and then you get a phone call from the president of a queen, and you got you could to go to dinner on a Saturday night with the president of a queen. Yeah. He's like, you turned down the one with the president of a queen because you said you were going to have dinner with your friends. He's yeah. like, that's your word. That's your word. See, so, I don't know. My, I love Hugh Jackman, and like interviews I've seen with him, I just think he's an amazing human. Person. Yeah. But I don't know much about his childhood, so it was really I'm interesting. Really, I'm gonna but super that. successful family because his brothers. One of Australia's best barrett, most Barrister. prestigious barristers. Oh, really? Um, and his dad, he, like his dad, was an accountant. Yeah, uh, right. So, like, six, a very successful family. That's cool. But yeah, like it's kind of like those success comes from yeah up top. Yeah, how, you, really how are you conditioned and raised? Like so you know, um, talking about this mm. and that that Alicia has yeah. been struggling with school and Year Twelve yeah. and COVID and all the rest mm. of the stuff, and she just doesn't. She was trying to make a decision about, and I've talked about this with Craig, yeah. yep. um, about exams. Oh, yes. And um, we were bantering a lot, like backwards and forwards, about how she wants to get what she wants. Uh-huh. And I want what I want for her. Yes. And then her, our discussion was quite quite good because it was good banter, or good banter about it. Yeah. And I'd say to her, she would say to me, you're not listening. And I said, I would say... I am listening, you're just not liking what I'm responding. Yeah. Um, and so we were having these conversations about that and then she was getting really frustrated with me because I would have something back. And then yes. in the end we've come to an agreement or basically uh-huh. for she's decided yep. what she did all the research and all the stuff that I asked her to. Yeah. And I'll, so I wanted to go through the process and not just make a decision based on emotion. Yeah. 
Um, and then so I said to her, I, I'm, I'm actually not happy about making this de- you making this decision because I feel like that I'm giving in to you and I'm giving you control control and then I'm just letting you um set yourself up to yes do what you want rather than doing what you should yeah yep um and then I went away a couple of days later I had to listen to these podcasts oh, and yes. sent her a message saying yeah. I'm proud of you for making decisions about your future so I let it be about her to in yeah. the future That's so true. Just from those podcasts, and yeah. I'm not saying that was the right thing or wrong thing yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in saying what you just said mm. about Hugh Jackman is, uh, I th- at the end of the day, parents, children need to learn and make their decisions yes, and stick I, with yeah. them. I feel like exactly. that's something that we, Michael and I, have always done with our kids. Mm. Well, you want to do this? This is up to you. This is your decision, yeah. not mine. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. So that's I just, cool. I just actually just went through that process like this. Yeah. Week. Yeah. That's cool. So that was what I listened to. And yeah, so it was on the Tim Ferriss show. I like it. It's yeah, worth listening to. Like Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman's well. just a really cool dude. Really, yeah, really good. What have, what have you listened to? <laughs> don't don't name 50 Tony. <laughs> One. <laughs> well, I can't really name any because That's I okay. said them all at the start. So I listened to all of That's the... Okay. Ju- I, I actually binge listened. Well, we, we all listened to like three this week just on that. Cath- Catherine Ducey. Ducey. Catherine yeah. Ducey. I binge listened to her. I didn't listen to anything else. I actually had a day off. Are you reading anything at the moment? I had a day off the podcast and I listened to music of, um, of my choice, not of mm-hmm. the gym's choice. Um... <laughs> I did download a podcast that I was recommended called Ladies We Need to Talk. It's an ABC one. Mm. And I'm like, I am now officially old because I'm listening <laughs> to something from the ABC. But anyway. Um, Educational. <laughs> I did. I did. Um, obviously, it's an Australian. It's like a, four Australian women yep. who experienced emotional abuse. And, uh, anyway, it's yeah. not, just, not just about abuse, but it's a, like it's a women's podcast so I That's thought cool. I'd give that a bell someone said to me that they listened to it and they binge listened to it like they couldn't get enough of their listen yeah. all the time uh-huh. so I'll have a listen yep. to that um, I'm watching Dead to Me the TV show the yeah. TV show on Netflix That's oh. what I'm watching like the half an hour episodes oh, yes. and I wasn't sure about if I liked it or not yep. turns out I'm up to episode Seven already. Nice. So I guess I'm in. You kind of like it. Yeah, I guess yeah. I'm in. Um, but yeah. Good. But that's it. That's it. And what I'm a, not saying anything else. What about you, Rose? Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to a podcast. I went to Torquay on the weekend, and then on Sunday I was driving home. So there's this podcast I found months ago. I don't even know how I found it. But it's called Your Own Magic, and the latest episode is episode 180, and it was called Loneliness. And she's very, I think she's from, like, Utah or something, but she has, like, this really, like, soothing, like, voice. Um, but not, like, annoying voice. But she was talking about... That's <laughs> <laughs> a really good rap. So um, she was talking about, again, with the whole childhood trauma thing, we're rolling into that thing. She talks about how loneliness... Um, has been a reoccurring theme since her childhood. Um, uh, I'm just going to read what she's written here. We all have shadows to heal that to heal that may reveal themselves in a repeated self-destructive life pattern. This one in particular is an epidemic, even on a spiritual journey. Loneliness has been a reoccurring theme in my life since childhood. Though a season of loneliness is when a caterpillar gets her wings. This topic is coming to surface as there are too many butterflies wrapped up in their cocoons too afraid to fly. So it goes for about an hour. I would suggest listening to it maybe twice through because it's quite in-depth, but it's really good to listen to. And I'm also reading a book at the moment, which I saw that was... um, I started it a couple of weeks ago. I haven't read it for a few days, but it's called The... just had a fucking flank. <laughs> oh, God. Hang on, I'm going to have to Google it. Um, anyway, it talks about, like, traumas that this child has experienced from primary school because her mother's mentally ill. She lives with her father. And it just talks about... Um, it's like her perspective and, like, how the things around her have affected her. The Loudness of Unsaid Things. That's what it's called. And it's based in... The author must be Australian. I haven't researched the author. But the story... The start of the story is based in Dalesford. And, oh, then, wow. and then she moves to Melbourne, like in Carlton, Kensington sort of area. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I think it's based back in the 70s or the 80s mm-hmm. from what I've um, picked up on. 
Yeah. Wow. So that's, I'm only like, I think there's three parts to the book and I'm only into the second part, but that's really cool too. If you want to um, get onto that. It's, um, I went to the bookshop in Lawn, I think, and um, they had it as like one of their recommendations. Cool. Yeah. So that's what I've been listening to. Did you see the um, Instagram post that I put up on the story about if you could only choose three things? Yes, but I didn't look at the list of things because um, I kept getting the messages of people choosing what they wanted. Yes, it was very interesting what people would choose. What so was it? Like, it Do was you have like, the list? It's just a um, random. Um, I know someone wrote. Someone. Someone wrote. Can I have four? <laughs> yes. Like, they couldn't choose three. So, I, was I, just, like, and I just thought it was an interesting... I thought that'd be, like, Josh Powell or something. Might have been Josh, yeah. <laughs> it was a random topic, and I just thought it was very interesting to what people would pick. Yeah. Um, I actually guessed what... Because um, um, the per- that person was Beck, and I actually guessed the other two things because... Oh. Because I know her very well. Yeah. Obviously. Um, let me tell you. Let me tell you... Where'd you find this thing? Did someone else post it? Someone else posted it. I just stole it and thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was interesting that the people that did... A lot of people chose coffee. So it was, um, you can only keep three things. Oh. Um, coffee, jewellery, Netflix, jeans, dry shampoo, tea, messy buns, um, chocolate, pyjamas, tacos, lipstick, books, wine, leggings. Oh. And I wrote at the top... Um, what would you choose? And I'm like, can I just choose coffee? Yeah. <laughs> Only coffee. Holy moly. Um, and then I thought about it and thought, well, I wear leggings every day, so I kind of need them. Yeah, kind of need leggings. Probably would choose tights too. <laughs> yeah. Um, some people wrote, um, but a lot of people wrote back. And then some people were chocolate, some people were pyjamas, some people were books. Um, and a lot of people said... Well, I'd give up coffee. I'd, I'd be like, I'd give up coffee. I'd be like, what? Who are you? We can't be Mom friends. would probably be like, yeah. Books, coffee, and wine. Well, see, this is my rationale thinking about this. It was like, I need coffee. I'm going to wear tights every day. But yeah. I can read a book on my phone. I don't have to. I actually have Nah, a but book. like if we said like, you're trying to find loopholes now, mate. You're trying to just cheat it. <laughs> I did. That's funny. She'd be yeah, like, she'd be like, well, well, not wine because I can drink, I can drink beer. I can have or... beers. <laughs> yeah, messy, messy bun, chocolate, and leggings was Rachel's. I'd sacrifice coffee, and I'm like, <gasps> oh. um, Kazzy did reply. She's like, coffee, chocolate, leggings. Yeah. Mm. Coffee, coffee, coffee. I don't think any guys actually replied to it. Yeah, well, it's mostly oh, like girl on, things. It was, but yeah, I didn't, oh, I didn't even girl. see it. Otherwise, messy, I would have messy buns. Messy buns. I'm sure yeah. you would have picked that. One. I would have been. I would have been like messy buns, <laughs> lipstick, and leggings. Drag Craig. <laughs> Queen. Queen Craig. There's other things that I would have on that list, so like that I would pick over some of those things on that list. Yeah. I would pick other things too, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, interesting. Very. All right. Well. That's what was interesting. Yes. We're at an hour. In eight minutes. Oh, okay. Wrap it up. Yeah, wrap yeah. it up. And then maybe comment what you what, what would you choose out of those things. <laughs> yes. And we should put that second podcast we're banging on about, or the other podcast we're yeah, talking we'll, about. Yeah, we'll tag we'll those Catherine uh, Ducey podcast. And, and the Hugh Jackman one. The Hugh Jackman great. one as well. Send it to me so I can listen to it. Yeah. Love it. Otherwise, guys, um, do the usual stuff of subscribing if you haven't subscribed so we can continue keep doing this because we're enjoying doing it and we just want everyone to also enjoy it and find something useful from it so share, share tell it us and tell us if our voices are annoying yeah <laughs> and tell, tell us if the quality is any good because I'm not going to go back and listen to the whole thing so yeah cool. enjoy guys and we will speak to you next week bye bye